Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I count down the top 10 first issues debuting this week on New Comic Book Day. This is episode number 278 for Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. Spoiler alert, there will be minor spoilers. You are therefore encouraged to get a copy of the comic for yourself at your local comic shop. Tell them VM Campo sent you. Now let's talk about comics. First up at DC, I've got Blue and Gold number one. Written by Dan Jurgens and art by Ryan Suk. Dan Jurgens is obviously a big name in the world of comics. He's been involved in DC Comics for, what, 30 years, 40 years? And here we've got a brand new issue number one with Booster Gold and the Blue Beetle. Thus, Blue and Gold number one. What's the synopsis? Desperate to regain the spotlight, Booster Gold looks to attract the public's attention the same way any washed-up second-rate hero would, social media. The not-so-tech-savvy hero from the 25th century enlists the help of his best friend, Blue Beetle, who possesses both the money and the brains to help his old pal navigate the scary world of internet influencers. So this is a pick this week because it's melding these classic characters with the modern milieu of social media. We'll see how DC handles injecting this modern topic into these classic characters. This is actually Dan Jurgens' triumphant return to the character and features all-star artist Ryan Sook, who previously worked on Legion of Superheroes. So he's used to big, flashy DC characters. There's a few covers to choose from, but I'm going with the Dave Johnson cardstock cover. Overall, I've been really enjoying the cardstock covers from DC. They're nice and glossy, heavy stock, great art. So that's my pick. Over at Image Comics, I'm picking Mom, Mother of Madness, number one of three. This is written by Emilia Clark and Marguerite Bennett, art by Layla Lates. I'm going with the Layla Lates variant cover, cover B, because I think it's a little bit less terrifying than the regular cover A by Joe Ratcliffe. You just have to see that one for yourself. There's just like a weird mannequin with a balaclava. It's just so weird. I'm going with the more kinetic Lates cover. Game of Thrones superstar Emilia Clarke debuts an extra-length three-issue miniseries. The mayhem begins with Maya, under the weather scientist by day, over-the-top superhero by night, and badass single mom 24-7. Deadpool action and fleabag comedy collide when Maya activates her freakish superpowers to take on a secret sect of human traffickers. This is a 40-page issue. All three of the series are 40 pages long, which is great. More comics is more good, although the price is bumped up to $5.99 rather than the usual $3.99 or $4.99 prices that we see. Interior art is good. It's cartoony with enough realism. Panel layout is interesting. There's a panel where the character is in the subway, a very crowded subway, people wearing masks, a couple not wearing masks. As you move through the page vertically, there is the there's a shot of the train on its tracks, then dividing to the next part with the character out of the train. So on one page, it's a big full splash page, you get this transition of being inside the vehicle to outside the vehicle. It's just one of these great conventions of what comic books can do. And the colors look great. Inside the train, they're muted purples and blues. Outside the train, they're brighter oranges to contrast the interior versus the exterior. And co-written by Marguerite Bennett, one of my favorite writers. So this is a pick this week. 
Next up at Dark Horse Comics, I picked Tales from Harrow County, Fairfolk number one of four, written by Cullen Bunn, art by Emily Schnall. I went with the Tyler Crook variant cover. Now, when I want to get scared, I want to get scared in an obvious way, and this one does the trick. We've got a skull in a dark field, surrounded by some scary red mushrooms, but a beautiful little monarch butterfly on top of it. Very brooding, foreboding cover. What's the synopsis? Harrow County is back! The award-winning, Eisner-nominated Southern Gothic horror series returns with a brand new story. So superstar writer Cullen Bunn pens a new series in his Harrow County-verse, and Emily Schall picks up the art duties. There's a sort of painterly style to Schnall's work, so I like it when it's the same writer than working with different artists on the property that they created. So here's a new Tales from Harrow County to enjoy. Next up, I've picked IDW's Bermuda Number no. 1 of 4, written by John Lehman and art by Nick Bradshaw, presenting a fantastic new adventure by New York Times bestselling and multiple Eisner award-winning writer John Lehman, who worked previously on Chew. And eye-propping, mind-blowing art by Nick Bradshaw, who previously worked on Spider-Man and Wolverine. This does take place in the Bermuda Triangle, where we meet a character who's 16, scrappy, and living on in this insane and wondrous island, as she is the lone survivor of the curse of the Bermuda Triangle. A weird new kid shows up on the island, so it's a battle between the grizzled Bermuda who's lived on the island, and the newcomer who just wants to get off of the island. The art is very good by Nick Bradshaw, very luminous, lots of great colors, great use of tones. There's an amazing action shot of a plane blowing up where the secondary character lands on the island. Hmm, that sounds a little bit like Lost. This one will probably have a good conclusion, however, because we've got an issue one of four this week. Over at Marvel, I picked Moon Knight number one. Yes, a brand new number one of Moon Knight. This is actually legacy number 201. Jed McKay is the writer, who's also working on the uh, Magic series, art by Alessandro Capuccio. There's a bunch of variant covers, of course, because it's a Marvel comic and it's a first issue, but I picked the Gabriel Del Otto variant cover. It's such a cool, stark white cover, but with some splashes of red. Really stands out. The synopsis. The mysterious Mr. Knight has opened his midnight mission, his people petitioning for protection from the weird and horrible. The Moon Knight stalks the rooftops and alleys marked with his crescent moon tag, bringing violence to any who would harm his people. Moon Knight is a fascinating character that's been around a long time. We've seen various iterations of the character throughout the years, and here's the latest issue number one, good jumping on point. You don't have to have read the previous 200 issues. Over at Dynamite, we've got a new issue number one, Deja Thoris versus John Carter of Mars. Say it ain't so, why are they versus against each other? That's why you've got to pick up issue number one to find out. This is written by Dan Abnett, interior art by Alessandro Miracolo. I went, of course, with the cosplay cover. Seems like Dynamite's the only publisher nowadays doing cosplay covers on the reg. I know that there was a time that Marvel did a bunch of cosplay covers for their characters. I hope they would do it again soon. And uh, I don't think DC ever has. I think there was a cosplay sequence of covers, but it was drawn characters that were in cosplay of their favorite superheroes. There was one I remember that it was a, a little kid dressed up as Batman. Anyway, this brand new series, an epic adventure reuniting fiction's greatest lovers, Dejah Thoris from Barsoom and John Carter from Earth. But their reunion is short-lived, 
The long-born and ancient and mysterious race of immortal gods, in quotes, have arrived to reclaim what's theirs, Mars. Excellent mannered interior art with great panel layouts, cartoony with good anatomy, and kinetic action. Yes, I got the cosplay cover, but I also got the final order cutoff date variant cover by Sebastian Fimohara. Just a great graphic designed cover. Red background tones of Deja Thoris contrasted with the blue cool tones of John Carter. This is a quite striking cover. At Boom Studios, I picked Dark Blood number one of six, written by Latoya Morgan, art by Walt Barna. There's a couple of variant covers. I'm going with plain old regular variant cover A. Valentin Delandro is the artist on that. What if you were given the power to change the course of history? It's Alabama, 1955. Avery Aldridge is an ordinary young black man. A decorated World War II veteran, Avery provides for his wife and daughter. But wounds of the past have a way of coming back, and Avery Aldridge will soon discover he is anything but ordinary. So I love this because it's mixing real life with fantasy. This is a genre-bending saga from a writer who's worked on the actual Walking Dead TV show and into the Badlands for AMC, and a rising artist, Walter Barna, who's worked on the Osiris Path. The solicitation entices you by telling you this is a good mixture of the Department of Truth and Bitterroot. So I'm sold. Honorable mention, not in issue number one, it's in issue number 19, The Walking Dead Deluxe, number 19. If you haven't heard by now, The Walking Dead is being republished in full color, first time ever. So get to, you get to relive the glorious, gory series from the beginning. I've been picking them up because I never got those issues back in the day. And it's cool to see the evolution of this series when things started off with Tony Moore as the artist, then going on to Charlie Adler. Robert Kirkman behind the whole thing, and we see his notes at the end of every issue. Well, issue 19 is the debut of Michonne. We have a bunch of variant covers, even some by Rob Liefeld, Charlie Adler, Art Adams, and more. I'm picking up the series on the reg, and I also reserve the Rob Liefeld cover. Uh, yes, Michonne's feet are missing, but uh, that's par for the course for a Liefeld character. We come to expect it, after all. So even though I missed her very first introduction years ago, it still feels pretty cool to see her introduced once again, but in full color. So that's an honorable mention this week. And we'll wrap up this week's podcast with Rick and Morty present The Hotel Immortal. This is by Oni Press, written by Alejandro Arbona, and art by Mark Ellerby. Mark Ellerby has been the de facto artist that's worked on Rick and Morty since Oni got the license years ago, and here's the latest one. Murder at the Hotel Immortal? Impossible, you say? Not so. Find out who done stabbed whom in this whodunit issue of Rick and Morty Presents. When Cornvelius Daniels checks in for some R&R at the Hotel Immortal, bodies start dropping and accusations start flying. This is one of the presents issues that Rick and Morty publishes every once in a while, every quarter, I think. So it's a good jumping on point, a good self-contained story. If you can't get enough of the TV show, there's plenty of Rick and Morty comics to enjoy. And that's this week's list. What did you think? Where did I get it right? Where did I get it wrong? Tell me about it in the comments. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Really appreciate it. 
If you enjoy all my content, consider becoming part of the VMC crew. Head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos to pledge starting at as little as 99 cents a month to unlock exclusive stuff, perks and the like, or to simply show your support. If you enjoy all the content that I create regarding comic books, Magic the Gathering, technology, food, streaming, and all that stuff, consider pledging at 99 cents a month. I would really appreciate it. If you can't quite contribute at the moment, no worries. Simply like, comment, share, follow, all that good stuff. I really appreciate it. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.